Hi, Brandon. Kenneth. I'm at your home today. Where you are every time we record. Have I ever been here on a Tuesday night? I'm here almost every Sunday. Yes. For years. You've been here on Tuesday Obviously, before. I've been here on a Tuesday night. I bet I can count on all my fingers the amount of times I've been here on a Tuesday night. How many fingers you got? I have 22. I've been here that's 22 normal. times. That's, that's normal. <laughs> You're like, that's one more than normal. Uh, on Tuesdays? No, <laughs> like normally not. Number. No, it's actually very strange. Now, normally it tends to be like uh, sometimes a Monday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are the more common days. It's very true. Uh, we already mentioned in our last episode that we will be talking about Overwatch today. Yeah, buddy. So I've been playing Overwatch since 2017. When did it come out for reference? Came out in 2016. I think like so fall 2016. Okay. Well, it was interesting. You ever play Borderlands? The original? Just no. any of them. Two. I, I mean, you play I played them. two. Okay. The company Gearbox, they made a game. I don't remember what it's called, but they made it at the same time that Overwatch came out. I think they actually came out with it either on the same day or within a week of each other. And it is basically Overwatch. Like they, It was the exact same game with huh. a couple minor differences. Okay. They were basically going to be the exact same game and compete with each other. I don't think it was intentional um, because I think that that style of gameplay overwatch stuff like that has been out for a while. It's one of those uh, bugs and ants life type of situations. Although I don't think one was made to compete with the other. They literally were both developing for years and they just happened to come out at the same time. Yeah. And then it's kind of like PlayStation Xbox. Who's going to win? You know, when, when you do the original launch, one beats the other. They both live still. Later on, they kind of gain traction, but one always beats the other. Was Overwatch PS4? Uh, no, it was uh, PS4 free? Or 3. Overwatch I don't remember PS4. when this It came out in 2016. I didn't remember when the consoles came out. Like 2013. I haven't played PlayStation since the original. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. You played my PlayStation 4. Well, I mean, I haven't owned one. That's where I you guess were introduced to Overwatch. That's true. Uh, so was it on both PlayStation and Xbox at first, or was yeah. it PC first? No, it was on It was on all three at first. Okay. Um, but this game from... Can can you look it up? Can you look it up what it was? It's specifically from Gearbox, and it was like Overwatch. I want to say... I can't remember what it was. But anyways, I was looking forward to that game so much. I kept looking up things online. I was so pumped for it. And I bought it when it came out. And then all of a sudden, like a month later, everybody's talking about Overwatch this, Overwatch that. The forums are talking about it online, YouTube. There's videos of Overwatch everything. And meanwhile, I was playing this dumb game that I don't even remember the name of. What's the name? Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah, that's what it it was. When you think like, who's going to have a better first person shooter? Uh, Who do you think? It'd definitely be Gearbox. It would be Gearbox. Yeah. Has Blizzard ever done one? Uh, yeah. Um, Starcraft Ghost, I believe, was first-person shooter. Oh, well, that's funny. That doesn't count. But when you think, like, uh, you think um, uh, League of Legends, but a first-person shooter, you'd put your money towards Gearbox. The characters look good. Uh, like, the gameplay looked good. It, it was... I don't think it was Cell-Shade. I don't think it was Cell-Shade. I think it was normal graphics. Based on the what I just looked up, it looked yes. like that. But I got so pumped for it, and everybody was playing Overwatch. Battleborn is, like, free to play now. Like, actually, no, 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 I'm sorry. Eight months in, Battleborn became free to play. 
Like they literally just shut the door on. Don't even buy it. You can pay money and we'll give you some loot boxes, stuff like that, but it's free to play right now. It's free to play. There's rumors now that overwatch two has been announced that overwatch. The original will become free to play. Dang it. (laughs) I know. Well, I know probably not on switch because switch games for whatever reason, stay at switch prices. That's true. Even if on other platforms, they're much cheaper. What did I find? I found, I, I like the game, um, pen and Knights of pen and paper. It's a, it's an RPG that play that makes fun of actual, you know, Dungeons and Dragons role playing games, which is funny. Right. And, uh, I really like it a lot. It's a dollar on the app store. It's $15 on the switch for the exact same uh, game. human resource machine. Fun little yes. game. I showed you that. Was Did like, you buy it on the Switch? Yeah, I have it on Switch. Because I bought it on the Switch. I and bought then it on the you iPhone. You looked too. on the iPhone. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, I could have bought this whole game for a dollar." It was a dollar. Yeah. And on, on a, the Switch, it was on a thing that I carry with me more often than the Switch. Because I think it was. I think I got it on sale on the Switch, and it was eight bucks. So I, think it, I think it's normally one of those nine ninety nine games. Still love it. Great game. I'm glad it's a good I game. Bought yeah, it definitely. and discovered it, but no. Yeah. So and, well, and well, I have so, Apple Arcade now. Is that on there? No, but there's like 10 games on Apple Arcade that I play. I want to say for free, but I'm, it's not free. I pay for a subscription, but there's 10 games on there that I play that I keep finding on the switch for like 15 bucks each. And I'm like, all right, well that's yeah. worth the Apple Arcade subscription. That's because of the loophole with uh, Apple won't let those games be on other mobile platforms, but other consoles are okay. Yeah. So that's why it's over there. So they got to make their money on, the, on the side, you know? So, I've been playing Overwatch for years, and I've known about it for years. I've I've wanted to talk with people about it. None of my brothers play it. I barely have any friends that play it, like, and everything. There's a large community out there of players and everything like that. I just don't happen to know any of them. Now, Brandon, you are an interesting representative for Overwatch now. <laughs> Representative? Well, because I don't think you had... An interesting I don't, I don't think you knew anything. It's I not knew. little bits and pieces here and there about it before it came out on the Switch was October. So like three years after the launch, now you're finally playing. I'd love to know what you knew. I'd like to know what you think about it now. I mean, Overwatch 2 is coming out. Like, are you going to get that? Like, I want to know, like, are you an Overwatch fanboy now? You've only been playing for a month. So I can tell you exactly what I knew. Less than a month, actually. Yeah, it's only been like two weeks. I noticed it when it came out, so I've known about it since it came out. Uh, I didn't have any of the systems it was on, so that was the main reason I didn't really dig into it. Pretty much all I knew was that Blizzard made it, which upset me because they're normally one of the best like cross-platform companies there are. Normally they have their stuff on Mac, by the way. Mac, PC, if it's on a console, it's on all of them. Yeah, um, they're cross-platform. Really good about it. So that kind of drove me crazy. I knew that even though it was first-person shooter, I knew that there were a lot of characters for it being a first-person shooter, which I thought was interesting. And I knew that there were backstories, but I knew none of the backstories or the character names or any of that. Yeah, and and really, that's about all I knew. So even to this day, like playing, like just the general gameplay. I'm still like learning like, oh, so like this is the type of first person shooter it is. So yeah. like most games, actually, here's a question because I don't know the answer to this. Is there a free for all mode? No. Okay. So like most first no. person shooters have free for alls. Uh, yes, there is. I apologize. There is. Um, is that like a quick play or like something? Nobody plays it. Oh. Yeah. If we, you and I always play quick play. Yeah. Just because 
that's all I ever play because it's fun. Yeah. I'd like to get into competitive, but I've tried it a couple times and I'm not good enough for it. And I'm okay with that. I'm, you know, it's fun. Um, you and I can sometime let's dip into the other stuff. There's a ton of other game modes. If you actually look on their website, they'll tell you 95% of people play quick play. Yeah. 4% play competitive. 1% play, you know, yeah. the other stuff. Every once in a while, they'll have a fun little thing where it's like a, you know, here's a holiday special one where it's like literally they built a map just for the holidays, like Santa's workshop they did one year. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was actually a capture the flag map, right? which I don't think you've ever played any of the capture the flags. Those are typically one every right. once in a while. So speaking of gameplay styles, so my background, I've pretty much played two large franchises when it comes to first person shooters. Uh, the one I've played the most, Halo. Uh, the other one that I've played a moderate amount, not nearly as much as Halo, is Call of Duty. I really got into Modern Warfare for a while there. It's um, remastered now. I saw that. It looks really good. Yeah, it does. So I played that for a little bit. Am I, I going to play it? No. <laughs> but I definitely preferred Halo. Uh, I had been playing Halo since the original. Literally, that's why I got an Xbox. It was a Halo machine. That was it, really. Yeah. Uh, I got it because my cousins had it. And that's what my Xbox One became, which is why I got rid of it. All I did was play yeah. Master Chief Collection and Halo 5. And we had fun, though. Remember, I'd bring it over a couple nights. and Yeah, we, it was Halo a lot of fun. Out. There was one night I think we played to like one thirty or 2 o'clock in the morning, something like that. So it's funny that we say the Halo machine thing, though, because... I was actually just thinking, and when I was texting you the other day about, I had said, like, man, like, if I knew Overwatch was this good, I would have just gotten a different system back then. And the reason I made that point is, I feel like Overwatch is a good enough game that I would be okay owning a system just to play Overwatch. You'd want an Overwatch machine? I would have an Overwatch machine. So did you know that the first place that I discovered Overwatch, I was on a laptop that I bought over the holidays... I bought it in November 2017, two years ago. I bought this gaming laptop because it was on sale for ThinkGeek. It was normally like $1,800 and it was on sale for $700 for Black Friday. I'm like, well, this is crazy. I mean, I've been wanting one. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm finally going to jump on the PC train. And on Steam, yeah, they'd have like sales and things like that. But I just didn't want to buy games all over again that I already paid on console because I I was a console gamer at that point. And then I thought, you know what? Oh, I was watching Game Grumps. I introduced you to them. I actually showed you the video of them teaching uh, one of the guys on there how to play. Right. Yeah, super funny. I love Game Grumps. They're a little raunchy, so if you don't like that, don't watch them. But if you're looking for like fun gameplay videos, Game Grumps are great. So anyways, I saw their Overwatch episode, so I'm like, well, I want to try this. Like, it looks really good. Like, I'm interested because I like more than actual gameplay and, and video games even themselves. Right. I love universes. You know what I mean when I say that? Like, I like lore. Right. And I like yeah. learning about different worlds and so, things like that. So, question for you. Yeah. So, I'm like this. I'm curious if you are. When I really get into a game. Yeah. And not even just games, like movies and stuff. I'll do you it too. You go to that but wik- game's Wikipedia. I find out if there's a Wikia. Yeah. Like a, what is it? Like a Pokopedia. No, there's Pokopedia. It's Bulbapedia. And there's another one. Bulbapedia is the main one. Uh, so, like... With the Diablo 4 announcement that came out. Yeah. Like, I, I played Diablo 3 back when that came out. I beat that pretty quickly after the release. Uh, and then I bought it on Switch, and I've been playing it. I haven't beaten it on Switch yet just because other games came out. But, like, the Diablo franchise, like, man, I've read that wiki, like, in and out. Because I've been yeah. playing that game since the original. The only one that I've never gotten into or even started is StarCraft. 
which I know I would love. I, I know because uh, my I always related to Age of Empires is what I played when I was a kid. Really? My parents always liked it. It was like learning. You're learning history and stuff like that. So my parents always let me have that I one. Yes, kind of. But I've never played StarCraft, any of them. And they look really good. And I love the girl, Kerrigan. Yes. I love her story. Good story. Like I could see a movie being done of that. I hate saying this. What I'm about to say but when I say it, though, you understand it. You're going to understand exactly what I mean by it, and you're going to you're going to get it. I wish Disney would buy Blizzard. Do you know why? Yeah, I get it. I want them to keep everybody, keep everything. Yeah, because Blizzard's already great to me. Blizzard is the Disney of video games. Like everything they pump out is great stuff. Everything they pump out is like has you have nostalgia for everything that you played from them, just like Disney. Yeah, but the only reason why I want that or at least a partnership between the two companies, because I would love to see Overwatch and Pixar get together. (laughs) Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, Uh, I'd also love to see um, uh, the. I mean, there's so many ties to me between these worlds and like the Marvel Universe, the Star Wars Universe. I feel like Blizzard just fits in with all of that. Well, I mean, you know. Disney's these days all about franchises and the Blizzard universe in general. And of course, just like any other multi, well, I guess you could say multiverse. That's technically not what it is. Yeah. There's, you know, people try to like say, oh, actually Starcraft and Warcraft and Overwatch and all those. Oh, they're probably all the same exist universe in the or same. Something. I can't yeah. stand that. Yeah. That's like every, the theory of uh, every Pixar movie exists in the same universe. So that one it's I'm, I'm a little more accepting of, but it there's some parts of it that's a stretch. But anyway, yeah. so back to Blizzard. They kind of have that modern Disney aspect of let's build each of these like little franchises into not just standalone games, but like standalone universes where yeah. they are just expansive. And like, for example, so getting back on Overwatch, like the thing I haven't done yet, which I was actually just thinking about last night when I was playing is watch all the like character background videos. Like I haven't done that yet. So that's one thing. I would love to do that with you. That's one thing I haven't had the chance to do. They're really well done. Those are, um, those are directed and developed exclusively by Blizzard. And you would swear, like I was saying, Disney did them. You would swear it. So with Overwatch 2 coming out, if I do end up getting it, because it really comes down to a platform question at, at that point, um, if it comes out on Switch, it's a no-brainer for me. If it's I'm on good. Switch, I'll, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. I buy all the good Switch games. Before I would play that, though, I would make sure I watch every background story. Because the whole thing is... There's a story mode. It's a story mode, right? I mean, there's way more... The story mode, to me, has been thrown in the background, and that's something I'm most excited about. Which is really... I love the story. Which is funny, because myself, as a new player, that was actually kind of one of my gripes about Overwatch, was yeah. that it was only the like shooter portion, and that's it. Because I love first-person shooters with a campaign because I like to have something that I can go and kind of play through gives me an opportunity to get better at my general skills in the mm-hmm. game, but also be able to play by myself without worrying about like, I'm dragging the team down or anything like that. Yeah. Um, where Overwatch, like, yeah, you got training mode, but it's not the same. So I'm kind of glad they're doing that because that was like my biggest complaint is there's no campaign. So it's cool they're doing it. Yeah. Anyway, my point being... I definitely have to watch every one of those videos because as someone that's very, new to sit the down, universe, sit down and find a compilation on YouTube. It's like yeah. an hour and a half. 
it's worth watching. They're really good. And then getting to the point that you were making about the whole like diving in and knowing the universe. Like I haven't even touched the wiki yet because it's like, I want to get a little bit better at my skill before I try to understand like everyone's role in the world. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, even like just interesting little, I want to see that story that they haven't shown yet. For example, you know that Anna, the character Anna has one eye. Right. She's got like an eye patch on. Yep. Do you know yep. how she lost that eye? Nope. In a sniping match with Widowmaker. Oh. So like, and there's a whole story about that, that they haven't, the animated ones are very select. Typically the animated ones are to highlight specific characters and to show more of the world itself. Mm-hmm. The stories of the characters that you've already seen, they don't really do animated. It's like, it's just like an actual story video like that they'll show you okay. with like, like page turning style. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. And then what, what's the other thing? Oh, Widowmaker is very interesting. So she, her character, um, she is actually her husband is a, a very rich man who was a good guy that funded the overwatch initiative to help protect people and stuff like that. And then she was kidnapped by Talon, which is the main group, main evil group in this game. Uh, Doomfist is a member of Talon. Okay. Um, so is uh, uh, Reapers, a member of Talon. I think he's the leader of Talon. Oh, like soldier 76 is the leader of overwatch. Um, do uh, Reapers, the leader of Talon. Okay. I believe that's correct. I, I might be wrong with this lore. I might literally just be throwing crap up in the air. <laughs> Anyways, that's possible. Um, that is possible. Widowmaker was kidnapped by Talon. Um, that was just his wife is all it was. They brainwashed her and brainwashed her to become an assassin and then took away all of her memories of her past life. And she ended up killing her husband. They like put her on a mission to kill her husband. It wasn't until she found out about that, that, she became who she is now, which is that why is they call super her meta widow maker. She was her own. She's Widowmaker. her own widow maker. Also like a widow maker spider, a black widow. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. Kills she kills her husband. Did she eat him? She ate him. Oh my gosh. No, but like everything that's just fascinating. Isn't it? Like it, it, the, the stories are very interesting. I don't, one thing I don't care about is that there's so many individual stories. It makes me feel like this universe and the reason why I haven't dipped into it as much as like star Wars or borderlands, even playing borderlands three, there's a ton of story and there's a ton of universe out there because they've gotten off from Pandora, the planet and mm-hmm. borderlands three, they go to other planets. You learn more. Okay. Like they've dipped into more stuff in overwatch. The characters are so well made. They focus on the characters and not the universe. Right. It's like, oh, they're on Earth. So, again, as a first-time player, that is probably the most intimidating thing for me is just the number of characters. Yeah. Because I feel like, at least the ones I've played thus far, and I've probably only played There's an, eighth, an eighth of them. 30 um, or 31 characters, I think. I feel like in a lot of first-person shooters, like if you look at the classic ones, all the characters are the same. Like they might have stories, but like the way they play nearly identical. Yeah. They might have a buff here, you know, they might be nerfed here, you know, kind of thing. But for the most part, they play the same. Halo is the one I love to play. They all play the same. Like the weapons are what make you different. And that was the only thing you had to learn. Right. And then it was all just tactics Mm -hmm. with this. It's like, man, like you almost have to just pick a character and play as them nonstop for like 
15 hours and then pick a new character, do the same thing. That's exactly right. But I probably have about 350 hours in Overwatch over all those platforms. And it's because you don't just get addicted to the gameplay. I mean, it's fun. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, it's sparing. If I were to count in a week, it's probably like, I mean, we're going to play tonight. We're going to jam out and have fun tonight. Right. But like in an entire week, I probably play three or four hours Mm -hmm. of Overwatch. Right. You know, and that's usually online with somebody. But you have a couple years in, and then you go through the periods where you binge, right? Where you like oh, literally play for like eight like hours. A new straight. character comes out, and yeah. you're like, oh, like when Brigida came out. Yeah, I played Brigida for probably about fifteen to twenty hours over like three days. Wow. Well, I had the day off on one of them, <laughs> that, and I, and that's what ruins and it. I wasn't you just dating have the whole Ashley. day off. <laughs> I wasn't dating Ashley, so I probably free time. <laughs> I got time. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, for me, for the last, like, week, I've been playing. And for the record, I'm going to murder all these names. So, uh, so I've been playing as Arissa. Alyssa? <laughs> Which, no, uh, no Arissa is right. Like an Asian saying Alyssa. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to make it seem like oh, you're Arissa. You're going to say the correct name. I'm going to say it's wrong. Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. So, I just started switching uh, over to... I did a bit of Reinhardt and yeah. um, like last night I was playing as Roadhog. I believe his um, name is Rind Hurt. Rind Hurt and it's Road Hog. Road So like I was playing Roadhog last night, which is. Uh, You're playing Roadhog last night? I had you switched to him when we played together on mm-hmm. Sunday. And the first time we played, I played as him quite a bit too. Because he's true. a really easy character to just pick he's up. He's very easy. Which yeah, is great. You've been playing Moira when you play Healer, right? No. Uh, I. Have you been playing Brigida? Yeah, Brigida. Which uh, I've been picking her up a lot in skirmishes. I feel like her her overall skill set's really good, but like you need to know like when to use like which trigger, which bumper, and just yeah. your hands need to be part of the controller for her. It's always interesting to me how much I keep thinking Reinhardt is her dad, and it's not as Torbjorn is her dad. That's always interesting to me. Well, I mean, they're essentially. Similarly designed characters. Uh, he, it's just one's well, it's a in the healer and one's... It's in the story somewhere. So Reinhardt saved Torbjorn's life and they became best friends. And then Torbjorn has a wife who is actually a hero. Okay. They have hinted at her that she does something, that she has some type of specialty. But you've never... I think I've seen a picture of her in something. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's probably out of the 30 heroes that are there, there's probably another 30 that have been hinted at and shown in videos, things like that. For example, Diva, mm-hmm. um, her Mac, she and her Mac, there's actually four other people that are basically like power ranger style in China <laughs> and, or in uh, not China, but Japan. Japan. Yeah. And they admitted like you all this time, like overwatch has been out. They said, they're holding off. They basically have like at, right now at any given time mm-hmm. without much work, they could send out 20 people. Right. But they're holding on to them for the right time. They send out about three or four a year. Um, but imagine like all of those Macs just showing up at once. Right. It'd be a little much. Yeah. You know, um, she's the pink ranger, which I think is funny. Um, you'll watch Steve short and you'll see that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Reinhardt saved Torbjorn's life and they became best friends. And in uh, as recompense for that, Torbjorn has let 
still his daughter, but he's let Reinhardt squire his firstborn child, which he thought was going to be a son. It's Torbjorn. You know, of course, he's like, oh, I'm going to have a son. Oh. <laughs> so he had a girl. And uh, so that's why she's a little bit like her dad. Yeah. In the fact that, like, she sends out armor to people. Mm-hmm. If you notice that, that's her form of healing. Right. Um, but she's a little bit like Reinhardt too. She's kind of like, kind of like this perfect mix between the two, which is, I love that idea that I I like the idea that blizzard, that when they come up with these characters, it's very much like, well, how do we want this to person to play? What do you, what do we think is missing with the game now? Or when we put this character in, it's all of a sudden going to click like, Oh, well this fits perfectly into here. Right. And then how do we take those features and marry it to the characters that are already there? So for example, we need another healer but we need somebody that can kind of be a tank too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Torbjorn's daughter, Brigida. Yeah. Squared by Reinhardt. That's how she gets these abilities. It's just perfect. Or Widowmaker, the sniper uh, that accidentally killed her husband. She was brainwashed and stuff like it makes sense. And it fits her skill set. Tracer, right. the whole fact that she can like spit through time. Mm-hmm. The fact is she was a pilot for a uh, uh, space, time warping jet like literally is like a jet that time warps oh and she was a test pilot for it the thing crashed and she, she got, got mixed up with the engine and kind of got mixed up with the powers of the jet so she's that captain thing, marvel basically that thing on her chest uh was invented by um uh winston to help her control those time warping abilities or otherwise, like she was like phase shifting in and out of time, and then he oh, invented wow. that. They snapped it on her chest to do that. The whole point is that like all these characters are mixed up. They all have purposes for their abilities, and their abilities are freaking fun. Yeah, like the lore is amazing. The gameplay is amazing. That's why like people spend hours and hours and hours playing this game everywhere. That's why you've been playing for two weeks, and we can't stop talking about it. Right, you know. Yeah. Now it is intimidating though. So, I mean, I already made this point about like, just like you need to really just learn every character, what they're good at, what they're not good at. Especially uh, if you're going to fight them too. Oh, totally. Yeah. You need to know how to defend what exactly. your weaknesses are. Like that. Another reason to know them in and out is not just because you're going to play them, but because you have to play against them. Yeah. Then you add that to certain players are better at certain maps because of those skills. So now it's not just like, again, going back to the more really simple first-person shooters where it's like, yeah, you need to know the map in and out just because you need to know where you can camp, snipe from, whatever. Yeah, That's still true, but it's like, man, what skills do you need in this map? And then you should pick the appropriate player based on what position you're going to fill. Well, then you also have to look at the player, the people that are playing characters around you because no two people can play the same Right character with the same assets on the same team. So you have to look at your other players around you go, okay, these are where the abilities are. Which character do I need to play? Not only for this map, but which character would anyone need to play that fits in with these skill sets that are coming in? Question for you. Is there a play mode where, so on the same team, you can't be the same character. Is there a play mode mode where that character can only be in only one in the game? Because right now, each team could essentially be the same oh, team. I, no, there's nothing like that. There's Because that'd be kind of neat. That added interesting... Difficult- if you ever want to look up interesting stuff, look up videos that talk about the differences over time with Overwatch 
as it as the game was developed because they've changed so many things. For example, um, I told you about Mercy's alt. Well, like not a lot of people play Mercy anymore. She's a healer. Um, in case you didn't know, not a lot of people play her anymore. Her alt ultimate used to be well. Right now, it's like she becomes like an angel and she flies around. And if she heals someone, it's like lightning. It streams off and heals other people. Mm-hmm. So she can heal multiple people. It used to be literally uh, she would snap her finger and everyone in like this wide circle around her, if they were dead, they would just come back to life. Oh, like at once there's very popular video. Like her alt was like game breaking, right? The team would be completely dead and there's only a mercy left. And then all of a sudden she'd snap her fingers and the entire team comes back to life. Yeah, you got to nerf that. It was game breaking. Yeah, it was game breaking. There was I think that was the first controversial thing with Overwatch. So taking that point and going back to Blizzard, the company, I feel like they're very good about that. Like they're constantly trying to find good balance. Yeah. Which um, so what's the one we hate right now? My, My her name the new the one i hate yeah the one i've always hated was my right i think that i I agree with that too because anytime i've played with her against me it feels like she's way too powerful i think even my's on my team i get annoyed by yeah because she can split up that wall yeah and i know why she can it's designed to like force combat to move different directions she can like uh, basically pop up a wall wherever she wants well, that's she's temporary she's the one that can freeze people what's too, been right? annoying is and my least favorite thing and the moment it happens not only do i leave this match but i will also report that person <laughs> is when my the match starts it goes three two one the doors open and then our my on our team puts up a wall right where the door was and keeps our team from going out. That happens more often than you would think. That's and it's just trolling. Yeah, that's dumb. Every time it happens, leave the match, report that person, and then I always type in, I expect to hear back from Blizzard. And they do every time. They say this person has been contacted. They've been told not to do that. Apparently there's a problem with it. In my opinion, that ability just needs to go away. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised they don't nerve her and like force a cooldown like off the bat. Oh, the wall thing has a long cooldown. Good. (laughs) Plus, I think there's nothing more frustrating to me than somebody that plays my really well, which I get it. You put in a lot of time and effort, and that's good for you. I think she's game-breaking, like the Mercy thing. I think all of my is game-breaking, and she needs to be changed completely, like rewritten almost. Symmetra was a similar thing. For a little while, she had these abilities that were just crazy, and they completely reworked her, got rid of those abilities, put in different ones. But again, I'm glad Blizzard does that. Well, they don't get rid the, of the character. Right. They, they quote unquote, fix them. They've invested in it. Right. You know? They fix them so that they can fit in the gameplay. And everyone has their advantages, but everyone should have their disadvantages. And I think they're really good about that. So, for example, going to one of the other universes, World of Warcraft, they just announced as part of BlizzardCon... Um, that they are Bliskin, Bliskin, um, they're lowering the level cap. So right now the level cap I think is one twenty. And wow, mm-hmm. they're dropping it where everyone is going to drop down to fifty. Uh, that's going to be the new level cap, and they're changing Why? how you do leveling that's because very low level. They, they said the issue is is that, and I've noticed this. Like I haven't played WoW in probably five years. Like it's been a long time. Actually, maybe even longer. 
Last time I really played, I was in college and that was 10 years ago. Um, so old. I know. So the issue is, is that people just grind. Like they'll go and just do the same thing over and over and over again so they can hit those top levels. And they want to change that. They want it to be where your, your level is going up because you're gaining real experience and that you're contributing to the world, right? In, in the specific WoW environment Hard that you're in. In a game about fetch quests. It, it is. I mean, it's true, right? I need 10 dead rats. For what? We're hungry. For dead rat soup. <laughs> dead rat soup. Yeah, so there is some weirdness there. But, like, they're changing, like, how with the expansions and stuff, like, you can move through the worlds and, like, you have to be certain levels to go to certain areas and something like that. And I, I know I'm probably making the details a little fuzzy just because I've lost a lot of interest in WoW. But that was actually always my problem with it is that if you wanted to be a good WoW player, like, yeah, you had to have some skill and stuff, but you mm-hmm. just had to grind. And it's like, I don't want to play a game where the main thing you do is just grinding. It's yeah. not fun. They recognize that and they want to make it better. And yeah, I'm sure people are going to be kind of mad about that, but it's going to make it better for more people and really for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good that there's a company that makes games and they're willing to make people mad at first, but knowing that, yeah, this is the right way to go. This is what we should do to make the game better for everybody. Well, I told you there were two really big differences in the last, since Overwatch has been out. The last big difference was forcing people to choose to either play as tanks, damage, or support. Mm-hmm. Forcing people to pick. Because it's important before that you could pick any character you wanted. And often people would feel like, oh man, I want to play DPS. I want to play tank. I want to do this. And all of a sudden, all immediately you open up a match and then everybody clicks on their character. Ding, 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 ding. Like all five of them. And they're all DPS. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, well, I've been trying to play as Ashmore, but fine. I guess I'll, you know, play healer or whatever. Right. And it's like, you're forced to do it. Then all of a sudden, like, you're not even happy to be playing that match. You're not enjoying yourself and everything. So they changed that where now you're forced to pick before you can even go into a match. You have to pick the type of play style you're going to do. What's great about that too is if you're, they have different load times depending on what play style you have. So I've never, for example, I've never seen the support characters load times. I've never seen them reach more than two minutes and it's because almost nobody does it. So Blizzard rewards you for doing that. They're like, okay, we'll make you wait less mm-hmm. if you choose to do support. Which I do We're like going to find that. more matches for you. Right. If you're going to do damage, though, you're going to wait about six minutes. And they tell you right off the bat. I like that a lot. That's the first change. That's That's been not the first change, but that's been the last one. So that's before, really you, before you talk about the next one, I, I just want to make a comment on that. I really love that feature. Like at first it was, it was kind of interesting seeing that that was the choice they made. I actually haven't played in a while and it was when I brought my PlayStation over and I looked at it and I'm like, what is this? Cause I had to update and I wanted to introduce you to Overwatch like right. a month and a half ago. Oh yeah. I remember that you made the comment and you're like, I'm oh, like, you have to choose first. This is weird. And then I immediately, I was like, I like this. This it is, is cool. It is really good to do it that way. Yeah. Because then one, you get paired with, uh, I, I find that the teams you get paired with are pretty good then. It gives you a chance to specialize in a role. Well, and it forces a balanced team. And the balanced team is great. So for me, like I've been, I've been doing, what is it, support tank 
or whatever. Uh, yeah. So I've been doing tank a lot because I feel like those are easier to get used to stuff because you're, you're not necessarily right in the front line. I think support and, um, support and tank are a good starter. I think specifically right. tank is a great start. Right. So like for me, it's great because it seems like most people don't want to play that for some reason. And there's always loot boxes. There's always quick play times. That's the other thing. If it, if a play time, if a damage dealer, if the play time is about the same as support and tank to still get people to do support and tank, they'll give you either credits right. or they'll give you a free loot box, Right. which by the way, I'm opening way more loot boxes than I have been before playing yeah. because of that. One thing I was going to bring up then is the last or the very first big change to Overwatch. You used to be able to pick any character you want, no matter who is playing it. So, for example, one thing people used to do a lot was go on a team and all six people would be Bastion. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't matter oh. who it was. Back then, though, there were only like 18 characters. I think there were either 16 or 18 characters when it first came out. Are there so any th- game modes where they allowed that still? Because that actually could be really fun there, to be like there all is. Bastion. So, for example, when a new character comes out, it's oh, if you go straight to quick play, it's almost like somebody's got a hot button on it. The moment it loads, they grab it real quick so nobody else can. So to give you a chance to do it, they always have a game mode where it's basically quick play, but you can pick whoever you want no matter what. Okay. Um, so when new characters come out, it's a great way to do it. That's also where you can play test characters because for the first like two weeks before a character officially releases, they'll always have a play test room that you can go in, test it out, see if it's balanced, things like that, for oh, that's Blizzard, cool. which is really nice. Um, I did that a lot for Wrecking Ball when he came out. I played a lot of play tests for, with him. The big thing that people used to do and the immediate reason why Blizzard got that out was Bastion. Bastion's a great character now when you all have to have different ones. When the entire team is just a turret, the defensive team is just six turrets that just sit there (laughs) that have infinite ammo and can heal themselves. (laughs) It just got to be ridiculous. (laughs) You have to admit that's that's a great strategy. It's fun. People caught on to that. I think it was like three months into the game coming out. They're like, like, oh, we could all just be Bastion and win every time on defense. So it's like defend the payload and it's just wall of turrets. That's exactly what it was. Guess we're not winning this. one. That's exactly what it was. You have to admit that's pretty awesome. It's exactly what you think it would be. That'd be a cool. um, Oh, what is it? I'm trying to compare it to uh, like Halo had those. It's still a first person shooter, of course, but it had those like fun modes. Like there, there. How do you make a mini game out of a first person shooter, essentially? Yeah, right. And that's where like Griff Ball and stuff oh, came yeah. from. Dude, I remember so, playing Griff Ball when Chris Burton downloaded it the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like two months later, it's like everybody's playing Griff Ball, and I'm seeing it online. I'm like, what is this? So like, like Halo did that. They had Griff Ball. They had uh, swords, like where you could only use swords, yep. stuff like that. Right. It's Trying to make a mini game out of a specifically with Halo shooter. Three because remember they had sandbox modes. We create your own map and th- oh right, you yeah, can yeah. like edit maps and yeah. do that, which is really cool. So it'd be cool to have like those kind of mini game style, yeah, uh, like tournaments and stuff. So that'd be a cool one. Like the opposing team is all Bastions or whatever. So it'd be interesting to see like if they introduce like more stuff like that. And again, yeah. I haven't played everything. 
Anyways, we've gone long on we this. Have gone long. This has not been a funny episode. This has just been like a nerd out we're episode. Geeky. Oh, yeah, you know really... what? It's good. We we do that every once in a while. We alienate my mom. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, you're not gonna get to I the end of this. I don't know what they're talking about. You're not gonna get to this episode at the end, anyways, mom. Love you. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next time. We'll figure that out. More likely, actually, we we what have we been discussing? We've been discussing something. I think we have to talk about something. Pokemon? That just came out today. Oh. Not to date this episode when record it, but it just came out today. This is blank stare. You seriously can't think of any. Are you actually thinking? Yeah. You can't think of anything that came out today? Oh, <laughs> I'm still like thinking games. I'm like, what I games know. came out? Uh, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should talk about that. I think you had a very couple very interesting comments that I would love to go over to with people. Um, so maybe maybe that's the next episode. Let's yeah. talk about Disney Plus next time. Yeah, I feel like we'll have a lot on Disney Plus um, comparing it to current streaming services. I think even other streaming services. Other, yeah. I think that's something a lot of people have that I would love for us to talk with. I Also, I have a theory, just a little preview. I have a theory that I think cable has been dead for a long time. It's proving itself more now. Uh, we talked about at one point that... Um, I would love to see like an $80 subscription from Apple that just has literally everything, everything. just everything, you know, I thought that's what they were going to do with Apple TV plus. We're dipping into that. I know. Here's right. the yep. preview. Yep. Next episode. Clearly this yeah. is what we're going to talk about next. Bye. Bye. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Think you make good choices Whether you dare her You have Brandon and Kendall Talk about things that are cool We're feeling enthusiastic That you can be average too <laughs> So dumb, so dumb, Brandon <laughs>